Hello, guys, and welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and um, sorry about the, the, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, sorry about the mess in the background. I've been building my new studio, which has taken a couple of days, but that's all, all our stuff is like, that's like the reject stuff at the closet, you know, the stuff when you're like, oh, it's just going to have to go to charity or something. That's what's on the bed behind me. Um, <laughs> and today we're catching up with a very close friend of ours. I miss, I miss you so much, James, honestly, like the prison guys, oh. guys but yeah, I'm James Locke, everybody, base phase. Um, how just, are you, James? I'm just giving those tears. Hang on, I'm just shifting the tears. Hang on a minute. Yeah, I used to give it. James so much grief. I used to wind him up so much. Yeah. So, like, James's role at the prison was the the gym instructor, and he'd line oh, up all these cones um, so that people can do their fitness. And I was I was the pain in the backside. I, I, my my role was just to annoy everybody, basically. And I'd walk up and I'd kick his cones from one side of the of uh, of the wing of the wing to the other and he'd be like why and he'd put people in cells um to yeah. do their thing and i'd I'd lock them in and he'd be like because <laughs> what he'd do is they say go and do your thing and then come out or whatever and i'd lock them in or, and stuff i'd just be a pain backside i didn't miss it though well i know i need to uh, tell you something actually i have taken over your role as splinter oh are you enjoying it oh i'm being a right nasty evil menacing Beep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I tell you what. Yes. It's a, oh, I really annoy him. Really annoy him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like you. I'm, I'm kicking cones. I'm telling him how to do the puzzles wrong. I'm uh, trying to nick stuff out of their bags, nicking their little ID cards, and they come walking by. Oh, and anything I can think of. Oh, I'm, I'm causing problems in the education department as well. Yeah. That's been, yeah. Yeah. Really good. That's good. You'd be very proud of me, Alex. You'd be very proud. But we do not grant you the the rank of master. I'm afraid, not just yet. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. No, Padme, I think. Is it Padme? Pad <laughs> Pad one. Padme. Pad Padme. That's it. it. Padme. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, obviously, James, um, we do go back, uh, play, you know, ways other than and than what we do professionally. Um, <laughs> should I say as a hobby for me, really? Uh, one day I'll be able to do this professionally. I, I'd say oh, the biscuits getting there i guess but um you you are you are base phase you are an amazing dj you've been on the biscuit before by the way that episode that we did recently was back in may it's not even a year old yet so definitely go back and listen to that episode um and you did a um a guest playlist for us didn't you yeah that we put the link to yes i did a mix yeah i did a mix for you um yeah i think it was pretty well received i think in terms of your downloads and that sort of thing so it was good I think what we need to do, though, uh, before before we get into what you've been up to now, is a quick recap. I should do that. I play some music. Do, 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 do. Recap of um, where you begin with music, James. Just very quickly, briefly, for those who haven't watched the other episode, where do you where do you begin? Where do you first decide music is what I want to make? Right. Okay. So if we have a quick recap, uh, once upon a time, we'll start with that. Um, <laughs> So I used to, um, I got into the sort of rave scene when I was sort of at college. Um, so I started with that. And then I sort of thought, well, I'm liking the Prodigy. I'm liking all these other artists that were around at the time, Enjoy, all these artists that youngsters probably haven't heard of now, but we're all there establishing the scene, and the rave and the warehouse scene. Uh, and I thought I quite fancy having a go at writing this stuff. I can sort of, in my own head, I can sort of see how these things are arranged and how they're put together. But I just need to sort of learn about it. So I started writing my own sort of tracks on my, I think it was Atari ST at the time, uh, with a, what's called a tracker program, which is basically just arranging loops and samples together and bits and pieces to make these tracks. 
And then I sort of moved on from that. I started reading a magazine called Future Music um, and Computer Music, which sort of gave you hints of what kit was being used by these artists. And they were having interviews with these artists so you could sort of learn how they were doing things. And then I built on it from there, really. Just started making demo tapes, showing tracks to my friends. Um, they were looking at me a bit oddly to begin with. It was like, you're doing what? Sort of thing. You, know, you, didn't, <laughs> music. you didn't do music at school. What are you talking about? So I did this it. Music I, is the future, man. It's the future. <laughs> yeah, you'll love this. Yeah, don't just start the rubbish. You know, the classical stuff, you know, just for this. Mm. Um, not. And um, <laughs> yeah, so I, so, I, so I built it up from that and then gradually got better. And then as I got better, then I realized I could invest in the money and the kit because obviously it wasn't cheap. Um, so then I built it up, started sending stuff off, sending stuff to magazines, getting feedback. And, then, and as you do, just gradually improving, making stuff better, learning. And then it all went from there, really. And then I sort of, a lot of my friends got into DJing for the rave stuff. So I started emceeing for him as a way in. Uh, I enjoyed doing that. And then later on in life, I just carried on with the producing. Started, and then, um, and then what, two, two, three, two and a half, three years ago, I started getting into the DJ, doing the DJ. And, you know, I think it's safe to say that if you do want to find out more, go back and listen to the last episode. Uh, but yes. um, you you, yes. you have, you, you've uh, developed. I mean, it's, it's crazy that, you know, uh, what's got to be decades of work now is just, I mean, like, you must have always had a good reputation, but I feel like at the, the moment um, you're really sort of starting to gather a bit of traction, uh, a bit of a bit of uh, momentum, uh, yeah. momentum, yeah. momentum. Momentum, yeah, momentum. Momentum. Um, Liz, we'll take it as a momentum, memento yeah. because of the momentum. <laughs> momentum is a memento, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, things are heading in the right direction. I think there's still areas that I need to sort of build in, you know, yeah. there's, there's, there's doors. I, I think, I don't care what people say, it is a lot of it's who you know and, and, and being in the right place at the right time. It just is. It's, there's no getting away from it. That's just the way it is. And that can be that you you just do a set in a club one night and the promoter walks in or some guy's doing um, other clubs or events and goes, oh, he's quite good. And So I, I, I agree that there's still that bit of luck or that little bit of being in the right place that helps. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it is going that way. I feel, and I think especially social media, you know, that, that's opened a lot of doors and sort of things. So that's good. So. Um, and this, this is a question that's designed to offend you, so I'm really sorry if it does. But, you know, when... Uh-huh. Um, obviously, we're not spring chickens anymore. Um, but when it comes to drum and bass, um, the kind of music that you yeah. make, do you think age plays into it? I mean, I'm just watching the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert right now, and there's yeah. Queen jumping around on stage, ACDC, all these yeah. guys in their 70s, 80s, doing their thing, and they're rocking just as hard as they ever did. But with with drum and da- drum and bass, it it's all about your ear, isn't it? It's all about how you how you mix things up. It's 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 something yeah. that may possibly comes later in life you know gets better the more you do it i think yes you learn i think you learn as a producer yes because you just learn how things go together and there's certain ways of mixing things and stuff like that however i do think that being a youngster does help a little bit as well because you know at, at my age you say <laughs> well my mid 40s mid 40s because i am a lot of my friends really aren't into the dnb stuff so it's it's hard to you don't move in those circles but then doing some events lately i mean i played the um the albion pub in Tewsbury recently and i was talking to a lot of guys there there were some guys my age and there were some youngsters i was talking to sort of people in their early 20s early to mid 20s and it was nice talking to them i didn't get treated any differently i didn't get looked at like i was 
like my dad had just, you know, the dad had just walked in. You know, there was none of that. It was, <laughs> it was a little bit me. He was a little bit worried about Turn it. Turn that you know? noise down. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but, you know, I thought they look at me and go, what's he doing here? You know, he's walking, he should be into the place down around the road, you know. <laughs> but, um, but there was none of that. And it was quite nice because that's quite refreshing because that used to be how the rave scene was. It didn't matter how old you were, what you dressed as, you know, it doesn't it didn't good. matter. It didn't matter who you were. It didn't matter at all. And there was still a part of that, which was good, which was nice sort of things. Well, I guess your instincts play in a lot more. Did it? I mean, it's hard, isn't it? Because you you mix experience with charisma, right? Because charisma is when you're younger and you got the more energy and you can go, 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 go. Whereas experience yeah. is something you get later on in life when you maybe don't have the same amount of charisma. It's kind of like, where's the balance here? How do I yeah. how do I keep going for longer? And uh, but at the same time, when I was a kid, I made some stupid mistakes. Whereas now I know not to make those mistakes. It's just like it's one of those things, yeah. isn't it? But you, but yeah. you see them doing it. That's that's the funny thing. It's like it's like a lot of them de- the guys who are DJing. They get there for like a whole night party. So they get there, they do their set at like I don't know ten to eleven, eleven till twelve, whatever, or later in the night, and they go through till the morning, and they stay to the morning. Where most older DJs would be like, right, I'll turn up for my set at twelve till one, and I'm, I'm going to go home. Then I'm me getting my chocolate and put my slippers on, and you know. Yeah. And, but so you know, it's a different mindset. But then sometimes you think, well, no, I'm quite for a night out. I quite like fancy to stay in there and listening to everybody and listen to what they play and taking it in on board and i don't know i think it's i think sometimes it can be your own your own self-conscious you, you get conscious especially you get older you, you get conscious of it you're thinking does everyone just look at me like i'm a bit old and i shouldn't really be here and yeah i don't think that really i don't think people are thinking that i don't i've never come across that i've never come across that 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 sort of issue even so though is the community yourself, quite welcoming then yeah is i think so yeah all the yeah, DJs, I, I, they all kind of get to know each other yeah, I've heard I've heard stories online in these some of these drum and bass forums. Not not really up north, more down south, where there is a little bit of you know, you, if you're not established, they don't really want to know you. You know, they're they're not interested. You know, it's not it's a very clicky group, and I think that's more down south than it is up north. If I'm honest, I think the little people are a bit more welcome up north, but I think it's more of a um, pretentious. I think it's just a bit more pretentious as well. Okay. So, um, well, I guess that's yeah. the music industry on the whole, isn't it? You know, I see plenty. Of, I see. I see a plenty of. Um, uh, I've got loads of friends in bands. You know, when when it comes to like a cool set, bro, and all the kind of things that people say at gigs, and you know, people handing out uh, CDs or you listen to my band, or you know, you hear to hear those things all the time. That's kind of very cliche now. In fact, yeah. um, I guess it must be the same for a lot of people. Um, you know, but it's nice. Have you got a young, a young group of people that are kind of fought, you know, you yeah, mentoring yeah. a few DJs coming through? Yeah, I've got a guy called Aaron, um, DJ MI6. He wants me to help him with um, Logic, working on Logic. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet up with him next week. He just wants a few sort of lessons on that and how to do that. But I won't just teach him that. I'm gonna teach him how to do all the techniques and things like that as well. Um, compression, side chaining, EQing um filtering and and you know like and basically making making your own sounds um quite the science side of it i suppose because that i think if you learn that it sort of helps with the other how things fit together um so i don't just want to yeah. teach him that i think he wants me to teach him just logic but i think i'm going to teach him more just in the basics i mean what i do with the radio is very much like i've got a mouse and i just click the song or sometimes i'll fade it in by myself i do fade it in by myself i don't like the i don't like a computer to do that for me i like to do it by myself yeah. hand, hand fading music and stuff but it's all about it is all about science though you know you can't i can't put a song that's 
150 beats per minute next to someone that's 80 beats per minute and expect expect, expect it to work. Do you know what I mean? Like no. it's just not gonna not gonna happen. No. A couple of scooter next to James Blunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like <laughs> you've got to like it. a mashup, I suppose. But yeah. Oh yeah. Um, well, you could. <laughs> you definitely could find a way to make it work. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could. I've heard, I've heard, uh, I've heard some quite good ones lately. I've heard some really good ones. They are insomnia with um, insomnia with Ed Sheeran the other day. Wow. Wow. Okay. It works really well. Yeah. Uh, I can't even listen to some. What's what's the what's the Ed Sheeran song with the Joker? Where he dresses as the Joker. Oh gosh, I, I don't know. Do you know the one I mean? Oh. Yeah. Well, someone did someone did an acapella of that over the top of Insomnia, and that worked really my well. Kid, my kid will know. My kid will know. My kid loves Ed Sheeran. I do like Ed Sheeran too. There's a lot of hate yeah. for Ed Sheeran. I don't understand it. I don't. I really don't. I, I like Ed Sheeran. I think he's a very talented artist. But there's a lot of people that are like, oh, they're giving him like almost yeah. Bieber hate. I kind of almost understand the Bieber hate, but like the Ed do you think Sheeran thing. Jealousy though. Do you think somebody's think so. jealousy? I think mm. it's jealousy. Yeah, I think so too. I think Ed Sheeran's great. Um, well, we're not here to talk about right. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> uh, since <laughs> May, <laughs> since May, what have you been working on? Have you been working on new music? I know that you're working on your own label. Is that your own label or your own? You're going? Yeah, I was gonna. I'm gonna start a label called Bass Face Beats uh, and a stream. I'm gonna do my own stream as well. I've not had. I've not sort of progressed that yet. I've started working on graphics for it and logos. I've just carried on with doing the actual streams. Yeah, I've been quite busy uh with with work stuff rather than with music stuff but it's just the way yeah. it is yeah but uh, i'm making progress with it i'm going to sort of crack on with that getting that sorted out i will look at taking on i'd like to take on other artists if, if, if there's people who like to work with me and do stuff mm-hmm. um i'm working on three tracks at the moment uh i've got a singer in Shifnal, uh a girl called ella wow. who's um who's really good um she's currently just does sort of um weddings and stuff like that but she was very up for doing something a bit different she tends to sing more traditional songs, but I've said, do you want to have a go at this? I've sent her like a taster of the track I'm working on and she's up to doing it. And I think it'll work really well. Uh, got quite a yeah. harmony sort of voice. So I think it'll work quite well. That's yeah. really good. I mean, you need, you need that. You do need that. Whether it's dance music, whether it's bit, uh, drum and bass, sometimes you need yeah. that, that that great yeah. little powerful voice in the background. You know, That's some it. of the best, yeah. Um, yeah. some of the best entrance and last go and all those, all those amazing sort of, They've got they got some female voices in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just it just adds a bit of depth to the track, and I think it'll yeah. work. Um, and she's not really I don't think she's really worked with stuff in the studio, so she's not really worked with adding like reverb to her voice and echo and little weird, you know, like effects and stuff like that. So I think she'll be quite surprised. Uh, nice. And a guy Harold, he's quite a DJ, and so I've said to him if he, she goes to singing, he can come around and play on the deck. So that's a good compromise. Really. Um, I need, track I need you to up. teach me as well. I need you to teach yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to come yeah, around. No I'll come around with him. Right, that's it. I'm coming around. Yeah, 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 so, no so, so um, you had to I'm carry on. A, Sorry. No, no, you're right. No, no, fine. Don't worry. Um, I'm doing a track um, also that I want um, a mutual friend to work on who I've talked to about trademark blood. Oh, I love um, uh, Tim's great. Yeah, I saw your interview with him. It was really good, actually. That's another. Obviously, people are watching. Go back and watch that because that's a really good interview. About the other side. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Josh Music Awards. It was really good. Really good. Um, I met him. Believe it or not, he was. Uh, um, he came to our MMA gym when I was doing MMA because he wanted to do a gym video with him, basically in the ring doing doing this, and he had a couple of fighters doing it with him and stuff like that. And that's how I got to meet him. Um, nice. So. Yeah, I don't know him really well, but I've, I've got a feeling I could do a really good track with him. So I started putting something together what I want to put to him. Um, so nothing definite yet with him, but I hopefully, I think he seemed pretty up for it as long as he's not too busy and we can do it. So we'll get, to, we'll get that. Hey, um, 
I got a great video of him at the uh, the balloon fiesta in Telford. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't got it on me. I haven't got it on me. Uh, otherwise, I play it. One second. Yeah. I'll, I'll send it to my messenger. Uh, what we'll do is we'll we'll round back round because I do want to talk about the Shropshire Music Awards as well. After we round yeah. up with what you've been doing, so I'm, I'm yeah. going to send this to you only so I've got it on messenger, and then I can download it and put it onto uh, onto the onto the studio. Yeah, okay. But I do want to share this video. Well, I need to find it. Um, and so. You've been doing all these things, and you you did the '90s revival as well, didn't you? How was that? I was just going to mention that. Yeah, that was amazing. It was really good. Um, I think because it being the Jubilee weekend, um, I think the numbers weren't as um, as high as they wanted them to be. But I don't think it made a difference. I think the atmosphere was great. It was still a good weekend. Uh, me and Rach, my wife, went on the Friday, and we had a day there, sort of as, as sort of just watching other people. That was really good. The tribute bands were really good. Um, um and sort of other artists, and then I played on the Saturday, so it was good. So, I couldn't great. go. I was in Greece. I felt so. You were in I Greece. Really, I was in Greece. How dare I? How dare I go abroad? Yeah, it's just so horrible how things mix up. Um, because I I love Dave and Benno. They know I do. I've got a deep, searing love for them. You know, <laughs> I love them so much. And so yeah, we could laugh. Um, yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, we'll have to catch up with them at some point and find out, get a debrief off them and find out how, because I mean that Jubilee weekend was was mad for everybody, wasn't it? Because there's people was. were all over the country doing their own thing. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. what it was. I think everyone was just doing their own thing, but I think the atmosphere was great um, as the night went on, you know, as the lights come on and everything, because obviously it gets, the atmosphere gets a bit more as the day goes on. It was really, it was, it was great, but even me playing about, I think I played at six, and I played a sort of a ravey set into more sort of commercial, like nineties um, tracks, and uh, and it was well received. I've had I've had a lot of followers on base uh, my group, my page, saying how good it was, and they really enjoyed it and stuff. And Prince has actually messaged me, and he said he's got some other things in the pipeline. I think there was going to be one in September, but I think he's going to put that put it back now at the bottom market. So uh, he wants me involved in that as well. So that'd be really good. So he's just the nineties arrivals. Just gotta keep going. They've got to keep that brand alive and just keep um because yeah. they've got they've got a good chemistry, they've got a very natural rhythm to them and a great brand as well. The brand is. is the brand in itself is just fantastic. So Dave Benno, if you're listening to this, we love you very much. Just keep going and you have the biscuit support always. So um, you know, uh, I'd love, love to catch up with them sometime. Um and, and as yeah. well, what is uh, what is Mixmaster? Tell me what Mixmaster is, my friend. Oh, right. Okay. Mixmaster is a competition that's run every year. Uh, it's a national competition. They're basically sponsored by Mixcloud now as well. Uh, where wow. basically, I know, yeah, where basically DJs uh, compete um, in it. I'll sort of talk about stages in a minute. And there is a basically quite a big prize. There's a 20 grand, 20,000 pound um, pot. That basically can be will be split between the winner and some of the finalists. So that's quite a good thing, obviously. But also the main thing is you get a 12-month mixed cloud record contract, so a DJ contract. So I don't know the full details of that, but it depends on whether they they find the gigs for you or whatever, or they work with you to promote. I don't know, but it's it's a big prize. It's really good. Um, that's fantastic. It's probably worth more than 20 yeah. grand. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there would be a few. Yeah, if you, if you, you know, if you, if it works well for you. Um, mm. It's. I did my audition um, a couple of Thursdays ago. Um, there's a lot of really good competition. Um, I'm not putting a negative on it, but I, I did okay. My nerves probably kicked it a little bit. 
Uh, but like many other DJs that took part as well, so I didn't feel too bad. And I was proud of what I did. Um, whether it's enough to get me through, I don't know. But uh, in the first stage, it's the first, it's the top 72 to go through. It sounds a lot, but there's a lot of auditions. Uh, and the next stage, there is a lot. There's one, there's a few hundred. Um, and then there's, um, then there's a battle for the next stage. You're basically, you're battling against other DJs. Uh, and only, I think it's only 24 out of those 72 go through. Is that one of so, those things where there's two decks uh, and then you go from one to the other, one to the other, and you got to like... You, no, well, basically, I think what it will be is, I, from what I've read, is you'll do your 10 minute. You'll do, I think it's 15 minutes. So it's a 10 minute set I did. I think for the next stage, it's 15 minutes set. You do your go. The judges mark you and it's a public vote. So they're listening through the stream. And then it's that you get timed whoever many out of the public vote so say you get a score of i don't know uh seven and then 50 people you know vote for you as well you get a total score 350 and then it, and then it works out like oh. that and then whoever goes through and then so basically you're battling not 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 like hip-hop battle i know what you mean by sort of switching that'd be really good but i think it's more the fact that you're just doing your set against somebody else's set and you and it goes into a hat um whether I get through the next stage or not, I'm hoping. I'm literally on the borderline, so we'll see how it goes. But, uh, oh, but even if you proud of what I did, so. yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure if they, they they got common sense, they'll put you through, guys. Listen, I'm telling you. Oh, I right? hope so. I'm telling you, <laughs> put my boys through. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Um, I'm hoping. I mean, like I said, I'm proud of what I did. I, I didn't come away thinking oh, I made loads of mistakes. I'm actually done a better job. I was proud of what I did, and I know I can do better. And they gave me really good feedback as well, actually. Um, one of the things was levels. I had my levels a bit high, so um, <laughs> down a bit. But apart from that, they said they really enjoyed it. So, but there was people on there with like four decks switching between, and there was people with decks of CDJs and vinyl, and they were literally mixing between CDJs and vinyl at the same time. I mean, that that's a skill. That's a real proper talent wow. skill. So you've got to give them credit. Do you know what I mean, I can't, I can't knock it. I can't say, you know, I'm like, I'm like that. You know, fair dues. So. You know, and I can always apply next year. The, I could, they've really opened up for next year. So if I, I'll take the, I'll take on board what I've got. If I don't get through, you know, obviously I'll get through. Obviously, you know. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because right? yeah, they listen to me. <laughs> listen to the biscuit guy. So yeah. What I love about you is. I was going to say what I love about you is you're so industrious. You're always looking forward. You're always advancing. You're always going that way, not backwards, or not not sit. You're always moving. You're always making something, and it's quite inspiring, actually really is because you just like, now what can we make today? I, I you know I've been known at times to be like, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Like, you know, whereas you're kind of like, no, let's make stuff. <laughs> and I love that about you. Yeah. I mean, in my normal life, it's quite funny. Cause I got I'm not going too deep, but I've got, I've got a lot of regrets in my normal life, right? Various things have happened over the years. I'm not going to tell me it's boring, mm-hmm. but, but the one thing my music, music is the only thing that I probably don't think that way. But I just keep thinking, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to write this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to copy this and see what people think of that. And I think I've got. There is a part of me that's narcissistic. There's no getting away from that. There is a bit. I of know. Like, like I think afraid. it's. I was, I was listening to the radio the other day, and they were talking about um, narcissism. And they always narcissism, narcissism is always thrown at someone like an insult. It's always like, oh, you're such a narcissist. But I feel like everyone in their own right, it's like a basic animal human instinct right to be narcissist narcissist yeah. you've got to be able to show that you're good at something right i mean like and <laughs> be proud yeah. of the fact that you're good at it <laughs> how yeah. is that not an instinct 
Um, I mean, it, you can be too narcissistic, I feel like. You can. I think, yeah, uh, it can be turned into something not so good. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's just that I like, I do like crowds. I like the idea of making people happy. And it's not that for me, yeah. well, there is part of it for me, but, but also I like seeing crowds happy. If I'm making them dance or boogie or they're having a good time, I love being part of that. So, there, so that is definitely, that's in me. That's, there's no getting away from that. That's the sort of narcissistic side that I like the, I like it's me doing that. Do you know what I mean? That's but mm. in a good way. <laughs> but, I guess. I guess. Like when, this is the thing I'm jealous of when I do this. Um, it, it, compared to like musicians or stand-up comedy or someone that does something live in front of a crowd, I don't get mm. that immediate response off an audience. I have to go and release something and then look after the fact. You know. I'd love to be able to just hear the roar of a crowd of something that I've done. You know, if only there were like, if I, you know, 25 people in front of me, <laughs> I'll have 25. I'll do that in front of me while I was doing this. And they were clapping. Hey, well done. Or in, I'd love that. That'd be great. You should do, um, I mean, not telling you, not telling you what to do. Maybe do, um, you know, sometimes you'll see that these audience with sort of thing, you know, you should do yeah, like, a, I would love do, that. Get some artists on and, and then, and then get people asking questions to the audience. Like you do the interviewing with people, audience there. And yeah. then and then get them to ask questions and you know I know in the stiffs you know in the stiffs they did a live pod no I think it's great I love that in the stiffs they did a live podcast at St Mary's in Shrewsbury and that was mm. hugely popular popular that's a great little yeah. show it's yeah. a Shrewsbury based toe show not a toe sorry guys from in the stiffs a Shrewsbury based show based on the football club <laughs> you know it's back off the football club which is very popular which is fantastic yeah I'd love to do that I I, I have a problem though my biggest problem is well, I did a I did a talk at Wellington Orbit you know uh, it's almost like an evening with Alex Whiteley type thing you know learn right. about how I did what I'd done and stuff and I was sat there with 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 my wife and I was like no one's here <laughs> I was looking at. It, I was like, no one's turned up. I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. I was like, oh my god, there's. A, and then one guy turned up. I was like, thanks for turning up. You know, I was getting really thinking. And then the whole place filled up. You couldn't move. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh my god. Like, and I had to stand up before those people and do my thing. But uh, there was what's one that, moment that? there. Yeah. Hmm? What's that film? Field of Dreams. Is it? Is it Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams. Where he said, build, build it, and they will come. Build it, and build they will come. The- is it? Mm. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that was that was nice. I had all my mixes and all my microphones and stuff just to show people how far I'd kind of That's come. Good. It was kind of good. It was really good. And um, where would you like to go? Where would you like to go with this? I mean, is the is the idea to to fill up Wembley or go to Ibiza oh for God. a season or <laughs> you know what would you? Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. We're not here forever, you know. And like I said, we're not spring chickens anymore. So, what would you like to do if, if somebody offered you anything on the cards right now? What would you like to do? All right. So let, let's do a realistic one and a fantasy one, right? <laughs> a realistic one. So the, fantasy fantasy one, one. the fantasy one is, yeah, play a, play a big event, right? There's, a, there's an event called Let's Roll, okay, the D&B one. And, it, and I'll say it's massive. They have, like, huge stage. I mean, talking huge stages. Rammstein-sized chairs. Yeah, exactly, with flames, lasers. And it's like the big D&B event, right? They do it in um, Czech Republic or Germany, I think. They, they, they rotate it. Playing somewhere like that would be amazing. And that'd be that'd be huge. If I did that, I'd be I'd be happy. I'd be happy, Bunny. And they do have yeah. artists, they do have DJs that you know that, that do it the varying ages, you know, it's not just me. Um so yeah, that'd be that'd be the huge sort of fantasy doing that. And um and maybe a tour, just like a little tour, you know, around the world sort of thing. Uh realistically, 
doing doing a tour again but around sort of different countries and just playing some of the little little places you know, little gigs and little things like that if i could do that and just get my, my word out there a bit i mean i, I stream for um dnb promo team radio which is a canada-based stream platform uh, and i dj for them so hopefully one and i get on really well with the owner of that and um hopefully an opportunity might come where i can go and play in canada and that's probably that is probably quite realistic you know once they get there yeah. established yeah. they do a night then yeah, we could do that. How's you or not? I could try um, and yeah, get out of there. I had a friend. I got a friend. Um, trying to remember his DJ name now. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. Uh, DJ Reckless. Okay, so I'm friends with Matt Connerton, who is um, the host of uh, Matt Connerton Unleashed in Manchester, New Hampshire. It's a weird show. It's not a weird show. It's weird how I listen to it because it's in an obscure place in America. But I fell on it once and I just liked it. And one of the the young Padawans, I guess you could say, that they're bringing through now, suddenly decided he wanted to try out DJ. I think I told you about him. He's just yeah, tried it out. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He actually... He actually went on tour. He actually went on an American, proper American tour. He's only young, 21, what have you. And you, he was sharing all these like most vulnerable sides to him on his Facebook. Like, I'm missing home. This this gig was horrible. This gig was amazing. I had a great time. Oh, my God, I'm missing home again. And it's all these like mixture of emotions. It's really nice to see from a young person's eyes, like them, yeah, yeah, them yeah. going through that, you know. Yeah. I've got a friend you, who did... Um... I, I actually gave him advice when he first started doing the rave, the freeform stuff, not drum and bass, but he does drum and bass now. And he started his own label. I probably wouldn't say the name of the label on here because it's a bit, bit yeah. risky. So I'm not good, but <laughs> but um, he's doing really well. And I think I've established that it's getting a label that makes it work. I think if you've got a label, then promoters take you more seriously. Otherwise, you can just look a bit like a desperate DJ who's just trying to get whatever gig comes along. Uh. Because he's played, he's played the Great Wall of China. He's played a gig in Great Wall of China, off actually on wow. the wall. Yeah, he did a tour in New York and Philly. I think it was Philadelphia, uh, and he's done various things, but they've all been off the back of this label. And I think that's what makes me think that's what I want to do. I think that's the next stage gets get established, and then I think you get treated more seriously by some of these promoters. So um, that's the plan. That's the plan. Anyway. Do you have to um, separate yourself from? the kind of night people go to uh, enjoy the music, rave music and performing the music at a rave. Cause obviously when people go to a rave, yeah. there's a lot of people got to get messed up and dance like idiots. Right. Whereas for you yeah. guys, you got to keep a level head. I guess you can only have a beer or two. You, you can't go and get absolutely mortal like everyone else there. It's a completely different night for you guys. Right. Well, there's a really, really good thing with that. Cause I don't really drink. So, okay. and, and over the years, you know, obviously people in the rave scene of, of, Traveled, should we say? Yeah. And um, and I I was never into that. I was never. I just went, and this is genuine. I just went for the music. I loved the energy. The, the the. I remember I walked into Kinetic for the first time, and it used to be up steps, across the landing, and down steps. And I remember walking up the steps. This was for the first time with some friends, and thinking, "Oh, this is." I could feel it. Dum 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 dum. I thought, "This is a bit. This is going to be good. Be right." You know. But I only knew nightclubs local, like in Shrewsbury, and that. Yeah, yeah, I walked in, I got to the top of the landing, and there literally was the whole floor bouncing like that. Everyone in the room bouncing completely all together. And wow. I thought, I'm home. I, it wasn't it wasn't this is this is great. This is where I was like, I'm home. This is home. This is oh, where I'm gonna be amazing. every weekend, mate. And that's it. And then there's like the decks, the MC, the dancers, the lights, the the ultraviolet, and that was it then. That was that was part of it straight away, and but to just to be in there and see the whole energy of that room, just everyone going together, 
was unreal. And that that, was, that was it. That is fantastic. I love to get that's that's just like that's quite an intimate view of yours from that specific yeah. event, and I love that. Yeah. Um, I remember I went to a, a club called Blue Angel in in Liverpool. Um, I don't know if you know this club. It's just it's one of the most bizarre it? things. That, it's um, so you go in and it's a bit like a Yeats's or Weatherspoons or whatever you, you know, right. at the top. So you buy. They were, they were doing like these wicked things where they were mixing all the wickets and they go like bright green and stuff. We were just like, well, I've had a few drinks. It's kind of like, okay. Liverpool's my favorite place to go. It's so beautiful. You're amazing if you like your music. And we're in Blue Angel yep. anyway. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, this place is pretty small. Should we move on? And we saw these people walking in and going to this black door at the back. And I was like, where are these people going? So we went down to this black door, down these stairs, and in the basement, there's 3,000 people down there. There's a nightclub underneath this little bar. And the, the, the whole basement's bouncing, like you said. And we were like, whoa. <laughs> it was just crazy. <laughs> I was like, this tiny little bar had this little black door at the back, and everybody knew where to go. It was amazing. I went to um, I went to Cream in Liverpool when Cream was like one of the big super clubs. Yeah. We went on a, a coach trip and that was really good as well. We watched Paul Oakenfold there and yeah, that was really good as well. Different, different, slightly different atmosphere. Maybe not as ravey, not as quick, and not as, but still really good. Still, you know, just um, unreal. The sort of atmosphere and energy in the room was mm. amazing. Sort of thing. Yeah. So, um, really good. When it comes to the next generation of of DJs that are coming through. Um, the, the the kids that weren't there for the, for the nineties raves and the kids that are just I don't know learning from you guys and learning from the music they've heard and they want a little piece of it and then they're learning and so, do you feel like they're gonna add different uh, the next generation of DJs can add a different spin with maybe music that may be a little bit older or is there how is that how is that I mean I know you can't answer for every yeah. young DJ out there but from what you've seen um, do you feel like there's gonna be um, a drop in people that's going to use the classics when the when do you know what I mean? Is that yeah? No, no, no. Is yeah, really no, exactly. yeah. yeah, no, no. That's no, a good question. It's a good question because I've thought about it as well, and um, I think there's a lot of tracks out at the moment that are using loops and everything from older tracks. So me being an oldie, yeah. I listen to them and think, oh, that's um, better off alone. Eight, um, but it's on another track and i'll think yeah. well, that's quite clever they, they've used it as a sample like we would use 60 stuff for something like breakbeats and things like that but there is a stage at the moment where i'm finding that um a lot they're using a lot of the preset sounds on a synth so everyone's making this same sound especially what's called jump up drum and bass and i'm, I'm not knocking it it's just just a different say different type of music like different type of drum and bass but I'm finding it with other styles as well, that they're using the same sounds. It's almost like this one sound is great, so everyone starts using it, rather than going, that's really good. Oh, I wonder if I can tweak it or change it slightly or make it sound yeah. a bit different. It's like a safe bet. So you know, if they have that in their track, it'll be a huge hit. So I think we're losing some, of that crea losing some of that creativity a bit. We're, I think artists were allowed to sort of... It used to be like record labels would give, give an artist 20 grand and say, right, make me an album, and then I'll see you in 12 months. So they yeah. were given that freedom. They weren't really, you know, the record label trusted them enough to come up with something really good because it was just, it was yeah. how it worked. When now, I don't think record labels are like that anymore because you don't really have albums anymore. It's one track. And I think the artists have to play safe. They have to say, do you know what? I've got, I've got to impress in this one track because if I don't, I'm going to get saturated with all the other artists that are out there. Yeah, and I find it a little bit frustrating sometimes. I'm a bit like, Oh, they're not using that sound again. And oh, they use that. Oh, they use that same preset. I think one of the again. biggest one is like the the air horn. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that one. I think that's so much. Yeah, there's like they call it's like a wub sound they use on wub 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 wub. There's a lot of that at the moment. There's a well, there's a there's a synth called Serum which is used a hell of a lot, and it's used like all the time. And it seems to be the thing that oh, I've got to have it. I've got to have a sound from Serum in every track I make, and it's like. So go back to what you said. I I just want artists. I'd love a young artist just to say no. I'm going to be a bit different. I'm not going to go down that route. I'm going to give you something you're going to like. You're going to love it, but it's going to be different to what you're used to. And I and I want that. You know, I'm a big fan of the Prodigy, right? So when the Prodigy came along, they were completely different. To, exactly, they were completely different to anything else. You hadn't heard anything else like them, but you liked it. Yeah, because they like, mixed metal with really heavy. Yeah, yeah. Well, even the old Ray stuff, it was different to what was out at the time. It was like suddenly a band's come along and gone, okay, I'm I'm going to give you stuff that's twice as fast, twice as heavy, but you're going to love it. And they did. Yeah. And, I, and I just, I'm waiting for an artist to come along to do that same thing. And when they do, I'll be like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. amazing, and, and but I, I don't. I, I think there's too much, too too many safe bets at the moment. It'd just be nice. To I like I like music fusion. I love music fusion. I love it when yeah. a, a, a yeah. different genre of music sort of blends with another. And like Prodigy, yeah. like I said, they they have some heavy sort of guitar riffs mixed with you know yeah. your, your typical amazing drum and bass that you'd expect to see uh, from well, from you, a band. You, yeah, Sorry? exactly. But you said you, you imagine this, okay? You said like. Um, Imagine you've said, like, oh, we're, uh, we're going to have a rave act. We did PAs at raves. I'm going to play Download. If someone had told yeah. you that, you'd be like, yeah, no chance. Not a chance. But they but they managed to make that progression, and that's that's an amazing thing to achieve, really, I mean, as an artist. I, th- I thought we were going to do that. I thought we were going there with the dubstep phase. I thought, oh, we're, we're kind of leaning into that really dirty but great-sounding kind of heavy dubstep yeah. kind of some of the stuff was really really good like i love the idea of taking drum and bass and and, and yeah. heavy metal and even slowing yeah. down the guitars a little bit sort of like yeah. you know that yeah. kind of thing i like um what's uh steve aoki he's he's like yeah. one of the biggest ones for for that dubstep kind of heavy rocky type stuff and well, some of the relax is one of the biggest he was he was but i i don't really know what happened there it was almost like it was a bit like um like Marmite, it was almost like people went through a stage of, oh, I love this. And then some people started saying, no, I don't like it. And so all these other kids started going, well, I don't like it either. And so it, the and Nickelback it thing. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's like, even though they're good, it was just like suddenly that the, it, it just... I love Skrillex. Like, appeal. I did a song called Reptile. Reptile. He took the sound, some of the sound effects from Mortal Kombat and he made a song called Reptile and it is unbelievable i was i, I yeah. remember hearing it for the first time my heart was just like <laughs> but i like knife party <laughs> swedish have mafia, mafia club and uh, there's, yeah. there's a few there that still stand the test of time you can go back and listen to them um and now we've got um obviously we've got uh the the i'm going to propose the graphic we have these shropshire music awards that are trying to you know our good friend uh trademark blood or Tim, <laughs> um, uh, I didn't he know his name. <laughs> I mean, I've met him for the first time. <laughs> Very nice guy. Um, yeah, I've actually yeah. got there's that video. I've got that video now. Here is Trademark Blood uh, performing. I hope it's the right video performing at the uh, the Balloon Fiesta in Telford Town Park last weekend. Here we go. Don't tell me, test me. I'm a king, no let me. Trying to get a meal, no hesky. I ain't 
Then my girl said, chill out. Cause the world's straightening out. When I'm rushing up a stage, and the group was just a place, the brothers are saying, Bet, bet. Put me in a cage, and I'm a field race, I do every day. Bet, bet. My dog, your face, of course. Bet, coming to wait. Any boy that I want there was nothing to say. We destroyed that rape when I'm in the place. Bet, bet. Hey. Listen. There we go. I don't know what happened. Then I got kicked out of my own studio. I was like, oh, why? <laughs> That's all right. Um, He's well, a talented guy. He's really good. <laughs> Very talented. Uh, I, I played over 14 seconds there. Uh, trademark blood. Please don't uh, pull my video. Because um, <laughs> I'm going to put this on YouTube. <laughs> uh, he, um, have you ever seen his rap battles? Have you ever watched his rap battles? From the old no, days? no, no, no. And uh, No, I did. I did. I did. When I was going to speak to him um, and, yeah. I, and I was going to meet him in the town park, I, I watched a few of his... All the uh, don't flop stuff, I love. I love yeah, all that kind of things that he does. Um, yeah. Because it takes some absolute huge kahunas to do something like that, I think. <laughs> yeah, it does. To have yeah. that dexterity, you know, like, that lyrical dexterity to do that is... is I can't do it. Um, I can't. There's... No. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a huge thing. Um, Shropshire Music Awards. And you've been nominated. Um, and we, I was talking to yeah. Tim. I was talking, talking to him about... Um, all the different um, categories of, of music that he selected. There's like, there's like 30 different, oh, I don't know, there's probably 22. Yeah, yeah. It's 22 different categories of music. Yeah. Um, and then you go in and every single one of those categories has obviously got an artist attached to it. Yeah. And uh, you've been, you've been, how did that feel? A great, brilliant. Um, yeah, I was a bit taken back, but in a good way, I was like, this is fantastic. Um, to be nominated is, is amazing. And like you said, a bit, there's some real, I mean, like I said before, there's some real talented people, you know, across all boards. I mean, I've got a friend who's an um, eco-friendly sort of a, a band that go around and do the pubs and the clubs and stuff. And um, they're, a, they're a great act. Um, and various other DJs and other sort of artists that I know. Um, so to be nominated and in the sort of same sort of line as them is is flattering, really, to be honest. It's really good. So yeah, we'll see how, it goes. Gonna... how it goes. Are Looking forward to are you gonna go? It's it's on the eighth, isn't it? On the eighth of October, is it? Yes, October? yes, yeah, no. yes. Me and my wife will be uh, we'll be joint. We'll be it's the, um, on one of the posh tables at the front. I think. I think we've got one. Yes, reserved our place. So. We're gonna be there. I think. Uh, I Ooh, said said, I said, said to Tim. I was like, um, I really want to come, and he was like, Yeah, we'll be doing some interviews and stuff. I was like, I have equipment, I have microphones. <laughs> Just let me be there. <laughs> like, I'll yeah, do interviews do for you Definitely. if you like. Um, I don't want to take over. It's, it's when it's somebody's uh, when it's somebody's thing. I never want to step on people's toes, so I don't want to like invite myself and be like the biscuit guy's going to be there because that's their thing. But I think we're probably going to be there. So sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. We good if you would. I mean, it's, it's an event, isn't it? At the end of the day, it's it's um, mm. just like you'd have press. You'd have press at it. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be it'd be great. Um, so yeah, you've done. You, you're working on an awful lot, man. And it, it, do you, do you feel like you could live without music? Like making music, do you feel like there'll be one day where you'll hang up your decks <laughs> and that'll, uh, you know, inevitably? Yeah, I, 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 some days I do think that there are days I just think, you know what, maybe it's just not, maybe it just isn't part of my life anymore. But then I look, I look at it and I think, no, I couldn't be without it. And I think things will change. I think maybe, maybe I'll stop doing the DJ and I don't know. Maybe I'll not want that. I won't want that sort of crowd thing anymore. Uh, and maybe I'll just do some producing. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to say that I would just stop, to be honest. I think it would just gradually fade out. I think it would just fade out and it'll just, that'll be it. And then less days I'll be, I'll be just thinking, oh, I'm done it for two weeks or six months or whatever. And I think I'll just be the, 
I think that's the way I'd handle it as well. I don't think I could just say I'm done. I don't think I is could there such do that. thing as a drum and bass teacher, like uh, like teaching classes for people that want to do it? It sounds yeah. Tough. Well, it's not just drum and bass. There's a um, there's a guy called Ovi the Marky G. He's a bit of a mad sort of trance sort of techno. Um, Never heard of him. Yeah, he, he's he's bon because he used to chuck vinyl. Out. He, he he play a record. It was really good. He chuck it out and get the crack and have it. He, he was that sort wow. of spiky. But um, he's actually a really clever guy, and he's actually running music classes now. He does production courses and classes, um, wow. and he teaches other people how to write stuff and do stuff. And there's a guy called Urban Dub who's actually a DMB teacher, uh, and he teaches production and stuff like that. He does it for I can't remember the name of the class. I don't say London Way, and he and he, and he teaches classes. Yeah, He'll, he takes his tracks in and then he breaks them down into elements to say, "Oh, this is how I made that sound. That's how I did this. That's how you should do this and that and the other." and He's really good as well, sort of thing. So yes, they do exist. Yes, I could look at doing that. I would quite fancy doing that. That'd be good. That'd be good. You can teach yeah. me a finger too. <laughs> I meant that in a professional manner. Jesus Christ, people. Where can people find you? Listen to you and, and, and enjoy your journey. Where can people find you? Right. Okay. So I've got basephase.com as a website, which I've been updating recently with all my mixed cloud mixes. Uh, some SoundCloud productions of my own tracks and various other sort of posts and bulletins on there and pictures as well in gallery. Uh, I'm on Mixcloud uh, as well, mixcloud.com forward slash base phase. That's phase with a Z, so B-A-S-S-P-H-A-Z-E. Uh, I think you need to put an extra slash on the end, I think, because it doesn't work otherwise. So an extra slash on the end. Baseface.com right there. Look, there you go. That's how you spell Yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. And then mixcloud.com forward slash base phase. And then SoundCloud is the same. So soundcloud.com forward slash Baseface. And then Instagram as well. I'm on Baseface UK on Instagram. And Facebook, if you search for Baseface, you'll find me on there. So I'm pretty much on every. Oh, on TikTok as well. As well as TikTok. I'm good with the kids. I've got a TikTok with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, I, I hear so many people go, oh, I'm not going on TikTok. I ain't dancing on on TikTok. I'm like, you don't have to. Just If you, if you make content, you can yeah. recycle your content. In fact, some of my TikTok do, videos do much better than anything else yes. i do i'll, I'll well, possibly well, I'll get like um, 700 views and i'll be like what <laughs> well i bought a new keyboard recently i bought it called modway that one um made by korg and i um i tagged korg in it and korg usa because i watched a video recently of a girl on youtube as a korg usa rep so she shows you how to use it and stuff uh and she tagged me back so I, put, I did a little demo of me using it, and she tagged me back. So that's obviously a good thing because Pork USA is quite a big thing to be tagged in. So and that was on TikTok. So it, it does give you the exposure. It's really good. So nice. I've tagged Zoom in lots of things, and I think I can't actually know that's a lie. I think they did like one of my Instagram posts, but they could have put it on their thing. Do you know what I mean? It's difficult. With well, it's, it's one more than let you know. It's one more than zero. We've got one. Yeah, come on, Zoom. Let's get it going. Right, we've been going for a long time. I said this will only take half an hour. We've been going for over 45 minutes. So sorry right. about that, James. Um, that but it's always a pleasure chatting to you. And it's not over yet, man. We're going to be speaking to you later on in the year, I guess. We'll definitely see you at the uh, the Shropshire Music Awards. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm more than happy to do an interview. You want to have a little chat with me there? It's fine. I'm sure we can talk to the wife as well. So. Amazing. Amazing. Um, All right, mate. I want to uh, just let you guys know about a couple of things. We've got um, Wednesday just gone. Um, there is the Horses and Biscuits episode we did called Castaway. Uh, this is where we catch up with the horses, uh, the uh, the um, 
Rocking Horse Media crew from Oswestry uh, about their their um, background actors workshop that they put together. We spoke to Orla and a couple of new cast members too. That is on YouTube. It's also been released as an audio-only podcast. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel um, so you can go back and look at things or you can be a notified if you press the bell when we've got new content. We also did an interview with Laura um, uh, from the Shropshire Goat, which is a new online audio, uh, no, no, a new online magazine that you should definitely check out for Shropshire. Um, also, as well, in a two and a half weeks' time, we're going to be doing Pod Aid, which is an amazing charity uh, podcast that we're putting together, 24 hours live in front of the cameras and microphones. Um, there's, a, there's, there's a team of six of us. Uh, there's me, Alexander Westwood, and there's going to be Moose Cooper at this side in Shropshire and in, in America. We're going to have Tom Bruno in Vermont, David Raby and George Lugo in California. And we're going to stay up for 24 hours, interview 24 amazing guests. We're going to be at Love to Stay. Thank you so much to Love to Stay for giving us a great room for the 24 hours. We are sponsored by Reach. They've been making us look amazing. I mean, look at this. Look at all these logos they made. Um, and we're also going to be raising as much money as we can for Lingen Davis. Um, we've already raised around £400 in sponsors, but there's still time for you guys to get involved. If you want your business, band, podcast, um, or event to get involved, you can um, sponsor an hour of the show for £100 pounds which is not an awful lot for a business and you get it back in your tax as well so there you go uh, for that 100 pounds we will display your logo see how my logo is at the top of the screen there i can flick it on and off we will display your logo throughout the hour you choose we will also give you a, a readout of this hour is brought to you by and we'll give you a professional readout and each every single one of those uh, pennies goes to lingan davis so if you want to get involved get in touch um, and also, we'd love to see you listeners there and you, you, you viewers. 29th of September from 9 a.m. Well, James, this has been fantastic. Love chatting to you, man. Um, no problem, mate. Catch you soon. Stick around after the music and we'll have a chat. Um, I'll say goodbye to you properly backstage. But uh, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. Bye, all.